Hello there. Welcome to today's Kirk Minahan wrap-up show for Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. Today's show was shitheads because we had some shitheads called into the show uh, to talk about their gripes they have with the show, with Kirk, with Steve, uh, you know, just all around. Uh, touched on a couple other things. They touched on uh, Kevin Clancy, uh, you know, deleting his tweets after he said, Pussy. not even a joke, just Pussy. a... Uh, just a uh, <laughs> just a uh some misinformation out there about tiger woods can't wait uh, to talk about that there was a season why uh, yeah i'm sure you're gonna defend my guy kevin uh, actually i am i am yeah I, I am too i have i have it's so weird i will get into that but yeah. uh there's a little bit of benjamin albright stuff that was brought up uh he's my new best friend uh we talk almost every day it's uh it's great <laughs> it <sounds> so, like it <laughs> i am joined as always on wednesdays by the one and only tom i'm tim in canton i'm sorry hey you're uh, right tim and all right either or is 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 fine i know kfc called you tom in canton because uh you know because it's really to... my name actually so by <laughs> by trying to get it wrong you got it right which i know is great. <laughs> I, at first when, he, when i first saw that tweet i go i go well He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> you know, and I've said before, my name is Tom. And the only yeah. reason it's Tim is because I'm such a loser and call into radio. I used to call in so much. I had to have like three or four different names. Yeah. And that's the one that stuck. <laughs> yeah. So so I thought that was I thought that was funny. But let's jump right into the phone calls today. I thought the Menners one was much more entertaining. I think Menners was much more balanced. I think he kind of, you know, he was kind of, he was playing the contrarian role, but I think he, you know. Like Kirk said, he's a he's a major major fan of the show. He doesn't want to see it go anywhere. Um, you know, he he brought up some points that I think I think is stupid, but you know, they had back and forth with Kirk, you know, about how Steve is checked out, stuff like that. But overall, I found it entertaining. Did you have any takeaways from the? Uh... I I I just the fact that Kirk. Just the show was about calling out to two fans was outstanding. It was just awesome. It was awesome. Um, I know a lot of people had different opinions on the phone calls. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I just, I love that he called out to both of them. Um, I mean, who else does that? Even Howard Stern didn't necessarily call out to people who, who disagree with them that claim to be fans or were fans or um, so I thought it was awesome. I thought it was mm -hmm. very entertaining. I will say, um, you know, I love content, so I don't care. Call me a camp, call me a temp. I don't give a shit. I love the content. Um, I know a lot of people would want to fast forward. I listen to it with my, my ears, uh, you know, covered so I can hear every, every word said, but that's for different reasons. Yep. Um, I will say Mayo sounded like, every corporate earnings call I have ever been on the questions he was asking. I was starting to nod off. I'm like, why, why, why do we care? I don't, he, he cares. I don't, it, but Hey, whatever. It's his deal. He called him, not me. Um, but it, I was just waiting for someone to moderate it to get on and say, okay, now, uh, Frank from JP Morgan chase, you're up next and have them describe their fourth quarter earnings. So, um, it was great that Kirk had them on. I think he likes yeah. to do that every once in a while. And it's cathartic, you know. You, you, you uh, cleanse the system, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, every every once in a while, Kirk will, you know, give a voice to one of these people just to, you know, just to prove them wrong. You know, 
Like, but a lot uh, of it had to do with Steve, not so much Kirk. Yes. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into that in just a little bit because I, I heard Menners, you know, they were talking about advertisements and what if Barstool looks at it and says, oh, the uh, Bar, if Barstool looks at it and says, oh, the case is is so great and so perfect. What if we don't have Kirk through the Kirkman and show anymore? Am I the only one who understands that the case has not been released yet? I see all these Mina fans talking about like what's going to happen. You know, the, the, uh, Kirk's not going to do the Kirk Minahan show anymore. He's just going to do the case, which he said. Which I think personally, I think he kind of said as like a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing to start off, where he said, "Hopefully, you know, this takes off, and I don't have to deal with any of these, you know, assholes ever again." But you see people like Menor, who are like, "Well." Barstool is so impressed with the case. I'm sure the case is going to be great, but we have no idea what the numbers are. We have no idea how popular it is. And, and, and just, no, but, just, but Kirk, Kirk has, Kirk has said that what he has shared with, with uh, Barstool, that they yes. were very supportive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't said anything about numbers. Obviously there aren't any, but he, he has said that they're extremely supportive. They're, they're very positive about what he's doing and they're looking forward to when it comes out yeah so yes i'm, I'm sure it's going to be great but for the yeah. mena fans who are like uh, kirk manahan shows done it's done he, he's he's they're barstool's going to offer him this huge contract based solely <laughs> off the case well, which is just not how contracts work they, they just, well what's nice is that kirk does understand that none of us know and yes. we all it, it comes from it and he realizes it comes from a place of nobody wants the show to go anywhere um you know, in my in my real job, I, you know, I talked to my boss and he's like, all right, you got to calm down. You know, this is the way things work. You've been doing this a long time. We all we get overexcited. We get anxious. We get uh, I don't want to say desperate. That comes later. But you do. You know, you, you start to think things and you start to um, have a perspective on things when you don't know. And this is, you know, it can lead to these things. But the good thing is Kirk understands that. And he, he but he's, again, he gives voice to it. You know, mm -hmm. you can tell he pays attention to everything. Yes. I mean, he's, he doesn't miss anything. Yes. Uh, like I said, like, like you said before, like when he was talking about his contract, I think I said this either on Friday's wrap up or Wednesday's yeah. wrap up where the only people that know who about Kirk's, uh, contract or him eric and nardini dave portnoy his lawyer and will and those are mm -hmm. the only and those are the only people that are in the know about his contract so i just i just find it funny when people speculate about his contract and how much he makes or what's his revenue share or blah 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 as if or, any that, of that, or that will was or that wills is actually his lawyer which was That's a shock right. i mean i'm very surprised good, to hear uh, today <laughs> I, i'm not surprised um and that will's last name is blazer i thought that was a uh uh, just a moniker that he used, Willie G. Blazer, so but it's his real name, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I, I yeah, no it's idea. a great last name. Uh, first of all, I'd also like to say shout out to intern Nick. You know, Kirk. Uh, Kirk remembered Nick's last Nick name. Street, all right? Yep. He's uh, he, he's he's a good guy. I talk to him. Uh, every these now these and are then. all questions that may come up at another time on a different <laughs> type of That's show. Right. If you know what I mean? So yeah. So so how are the contrarians on? I mean, Andy Mayo is just a piece of shit. I mean, he's talking about like you know the raffle which they were trying to do a 5k in the middle of a pandemic and if they were on their own they would have been able to do this but barstool refused to give them the names to do the raffle which sucks i mean i think kirk's made up for it in a million different ways in the amount of things he's given us these past you know it's almost been a year now since then and the other thing is uh 
Oh, what the fuck was I just about to say? Um, Tim, talk about something while I think of this. Well, I, I, he had a point. I mean, we're back to relitigating things. I, I can't remember all that stuff, and I'm the freaking note taker. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I'm going back and looking at those shows and the notes, and I, and then I vaguely remember that they did address some of that stuff. I mean, all this, a lot of this is breaking new ground. I mean, you're also talking about a podcast that calls out to its fans and calls the fan the fourth member of the show. So everything isn't perfect. Nothing is perfect. The only thing that's perfect are plans, right? So um, I, I, I didn't. I don't even remember that there was an issue with the five K. But then again, I, I, you know, I, I, a, I can't remember. I don't know. Minority that, that yeah, I, I don't remember what the whole issue was with the with the the app and, or something at the very end. But again, still, it seemed like more of attack on Steve at one point. No, it, yeah. it started with Kirk, but then it moved over to Steve. So I wanted to talk about I. I think the silliest of all of the quote unquote controversies that the Kirk show Minahan show has had might be Pizzagate. Uh, when they tried to raise money for a billboard that says like Bob Murchison sucks or let's Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then they got, then they couldn't, they then, couldn't uh, get the billboard. Then they just couldn't get a, someone to put up the billboard. So yeah. instead, and they believe, didn't they offer give people all their money back? They did. And then, so instead of that, which a billboard would have been fine, I guess, but thinking, I don't think it would be something they would do today. Uh, I'm sure they'd much rather have an event. They decided to have the peace vigil and rent out Jack's Abbey and, Mm -hmm. you know, pay for everyone's pizza. I don't know about you. Uh, You went to Jack's Abbey, correct? I did. Yep. Uh, Would you consider Jack's Abbey to more of a KMS event or a billboard off somewhere? where you would pass by and it says uh, Bob Murchison is a phony. I, all right. So I get both points, you know, mm-hmm. did, was the mon- money originally supposed to be for a billboard? Yes. But then they explained what happened and then they took the money and put it towards Jack's Abbey. Having been there. Hell yeah. I, I would much prefer Jack's Abbey, but again, then again, I didn't care. It, I didn't, he could have said, they could have said, um, Hey, give us, you know, $30, you get a t-shirt and also I'll take a shit in your face. <laughs> and ninety percent of us would have been like, okay, when you know, with with the shit in my face. Um, so I, I don't know. I just I don't pay that much attention to it. I don't really give give a crap. Um, and Jack's Abbey, yes, there was. I remember when that happened. There was pizza. There were drinks. There was uh, there, there was a no show. There was no like the Kirkman Hand Show did not buy people drinks. No, they did not. It was also not like an open bar kind of thing. No, so, yeah, buy him. But there was there was pizza, and and I do remember there was there it seemed to be plenty of pizza. But yeah, I'm starting to forget that stuff too. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I think it was just all. I still I still don't re- I I guess I just don't recall what the whole issues were, but the I go back to the fact that Kirk would call somebody <laughs> at nine thirty as promised. And say, okay, let's let me hear what you have to say. Mm. I, yeah. I think that's uh, that's it was a great. I thought it was an awesome show today. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so did I. I think it was. Uh, I was I very love the entertained. Wednesday the Wednesday shows are my favorite shows. Uh, besides, on Mondays, normally I like the Monday shows a little bit better than Wednesdays and Fridays. And then on Fridays, I tend to like the Friday show better than Mondays and Wednesdays. So, so you're uh, a Wednesday, Monday, Friday guy. Yeah, yeah, I, but except like. On the day Monday comes out, I like that show 
more than you know you know it, it fluctuates uh, I so on mondays think. you're a monday wednesday friday guy yeah so <laughs> it you know it goes back and forth so mayo brought up a couple other points uh another one he <clears throat> seemed to try to drive home was he really wants dave cullinane to work for the show yes like, yes really yes. wants dave cullinane yes. to work for the show yes. and the thing i was thinking the entire time while i was listening to this is I wonder how many people are listening to this right now and just don't know who Dave Cullinane is. And well, now, I don't say that in a bad way. I just say that in, you know, he was the fill-in producer back in July. I have a couple yeah. of friends who started listening to the show a couple months ago, and they really have no idea who Dave Cullinane okay. is. Okay, all right. I, I, I was curious about it because I was just going to say, if you're a, a KMS fan, you know who Dave is. I mean, yes. he gets mentioned all the time, but that's a good point. So people new to the show, so your friends have no clue who they're referring to. So I had I had one of my friends text me today and he said uh he's like who's this Dave Cullinan guy and is he some sort of like content god <laughs> like you know is he is well, he like up, up there with in some like, circles yeah is, is he like the big cat that we're like hiding away from everyone and I'm like oh no he he's the producer for the Jerry Callahan show he's the fill-in producer a while back for the Kirk Manahan show and and he has a, a thing but I was surprised to say uh, when. Mayo asked Steve, he's like, do you still, would you still listen to the show? Even if you were not on it, which I personally think Steve probably would not listen. He would not listen to the majority of shows. I don't, I, I don't, I, so I don't get that question. So what? I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I do get an aspect of it, paying attention, being involved. But I think what Kirk shared today that, um, uh, may or may not have known is how much Steve does as a producer feed Kirk hmm. um, topics and stories yeah. and information. Um, so I think that may have dispelled some people's myths that Steve doesn't contribute anything. So I get that piece, but okay. So say he leaves, why would he bother listening to the show? I, I just don't get that. And also, so not having listened to Kirk from a certain date, mm-hmm doesn't qualify you. I'm not sure what the point was there. Doesn't qualify you to be his producer. Well, we all joined at one point. Everybody's born at some point in their, in their life, the day they, exactly. they're born. You can't help it. Steve started listening at a certain point. I don't understand why somebody who's listened longer is more qualified. It's about who can do a better job. I, I, I'm I, curious. Do you think it's more about, do you think it's more about Steve not being the producer or it's more that uh, some people, because I don't think Mayo is alone, some people would like Dave to be the producer. Yeah, I think it's just Dave just brings a different twist to the producer. For sure. Oh, for sure. Angle. For sure. He's more involved in the fan stuff. Uh, I will say, though, Dave Cullen did go on All in the Mena Family before I cut him off, and he did say he no longer listens to the Kirk Minahan show. So that kind of throws a wrench well, in so does Andy, that... Mayo's, yeah. Andy Mayo's argument. So, I mean, uh, it, it, it was all, you know. And then, then the other thing, too, is I, I think – Andy, Why don't people Andy, believe? This is what I, I got to ask you a question. Why don't people believe Kirk when he says Dave's not going to be my producer, and they I, keep pushing for it? I don't get that. In in, in Mutt, I, people know I love Mutt. Mm-hmm. I listen to Mutt at night. Yep, I enjoy him. I think he does a really good job on his show. I enjoy that talk. I re- always have. Mutt on Kirk and Callahan was different. Mutt, Mutt at mm-hmm. night is totally different. Um, and and Kirk has said many many times, this isn't going to be the old show. And he said just recently, maybe some older fans want to have more of an old 
Kirk and Callahan type show. That day, those days are gone. And I, I'm, I love this show. I freaking love it. I, I think it just gets, you know, we've gone from EEI to in between to KMS. And I think mm-hmm. it's freaking phenomenal. So Mutt's not going to be on the show. I take Kirk at his word. Maybe he'll be on once or twice. I don't know. It, from what Kirk said, no, it's not going to happen. I don't understand why people keep pushing. It's like, I have a buddy who owns a restaurant and he tells me all the suggestions they get. And some of them are so outrageous. He's thought of opening a restaurant just called the suggestion box and putting every cockamamie idea that people have given him and doing it. And then saying this was given to me, this idea, um, you know, courtesy of Justin Trudell, mm-hmm. Mansfield mass, which I know That's we're right. going to talk about. Right. That's right. Um, you know, Kirk's got a vision for the show. And he's got a guy he likes to work with who I, I like that Steve's the producer. I don't, I don't have any issues with Steve, mm-hmm. but that's easy for me to say. Steve puts, plays my stuff and the stuff he doesn't play. I don't fucking care. All I want is laugh. All I want to do is laugh. And Steve makes me laugh. Dave, mm-hmm. Dave didn't make me laugh as much as Steve. Dave's entertaining, but he didn't make me laugh like Steve does. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just think that it's kind of a mute point when, uh, when someone like Andy Moot, Moot, yeah, whatever, Moot, 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 I can't, I don't know, I can't speak. Uh, when Andy Moot was the guy who used to be on with Dave, remember? What was Jerry had on that guy, Mute? Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember that guy? Oh, that's yeah. right. Whatever happened to him, anyway. No idea. But, Sorry. So, so I just think bringing up, like, oh, why isn't Dave Cullinan the producer? It, it, it's kind of like, it's just <laughs> kind of like saying, that's you funny know, to me. <laughs> well, why isn't Patrick Mahomes the quarterback? Uh, New England Patriots. I I, I want Patrick Mahomes. I want Patrick Mahomes. I want. It's like it's like tough shit. It's just not going to happen. And if you stop and think about it, where else is there a podcast? Because radio shows do do this, but a podcast where the producer is involved so much. Yes. I I, you know I know you listen to a lot of different stuff. I do too. Mm -hmm. Um, except except for the fifty people on that. Two douches dishing. Uh, what is that? That uh, new uh, podcast. They've got what 30, 48 people. Other than yeah, that, nobody crazy. nobody knows who the producer is. You know, that's, that's all Kirk's doing. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've listened to any of the Blind, Blind Mike project, but the producer is uh, very involved in that show as well. Craig, so, Craig has been on Decent Signal actually. Yes. So the next point I wanted to make that Andy Mayo made was he kind of like took some like weird shots at me. He's like, I love Justin, but why would you hire Justin over Carano? And I think that me and Carano <laughs> are in completely different areas. Yes. I think you have different skill sets and jobs, and yeah. yes, I mean. <laughs> Like like Kirk said, like I, I'm you know 24 and I like fucking with radio hosts in Denver. I don't think Toronto would be the best at that. If in producing, if Kirk needs someone to set up a studio or you know do something in that nature, yes, of course Toronto would be better than me. Uh, musically, you know who knows more more about movies and stuff. Toronto does musically. Other than singing, Toronto's probably better than me. Um, you haven't heard my uh, rendition of Just Like a Prayer by Madonna. No, but I have heard Matt's um, mainstream music. He's a pretty damn good singer. Yeah, well, you haven't heard Like a Prayer by Madonna sung by me. So oh, I mean, oh, I'm a big big Madonna just, fan. Uh, I'm going to have to hear that sometime. Gonna, yeah. Maybe at the so, barbecue. Yes. So I, I, yeah, that's I, kind of like, an, I'm with you. That's kind of an odd one. You're not in the same category. I mean, I could no. see I could see the Colin Ain versus Steve. They're both producers. Um, 
but you and Matt do totally different things. And yes. your roles are different too. Your characters are different. I oh, trust man. Kirk's judgment. And I love yeah. Matt. I, I think Matt's great on the show. Yeah. And, and I think I, I think over the past like couple months and so I've kind of filled more into what my role is, you know, kind of, you know, shaped it around a little bit. Uh, and I just feel like it would just be strange to see, like, not that it would be strange, but it w- I just don't see Matt Carano leading the charge to, you know, uh, call Ben Albright and ask him about these things. I don't That's see. That's not what Matt does. That's no, not what he it's does. Not. And, it's just, and the, you know, here's a good. No, it's not. Here's a good example, uh, Justin. Think about um, VFW the night that uh, the night that we were both there. Oh, I, I would, don't remember. With Matt Carano, here's a great juxtaposition. You started to walk home. Matt Carano was the guy, along with Chris and a few others, JJ and some other people that came out to see if they could help you. You know, Matt would have, you know, judging by how Matt is on the show and listening back uh, to shows he filled in on, Matt definitely has his own opinions and he shares them. And and it's funny. It, yes. it I think Matt would have little things differently. Uh, so two different things, two different scenarios, two different roles. Yeah. So the last thing I'm, I'm thinking- feeling, I'm feeling that maybe this is all uh, components to put together an Andy Mayo show. I'd listen to it. With sure. Dave Cullinane producing, Matt Carano on the show. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, the, the last thing I wanted to say about the uh, Andy Mayo stuff is, uh, and, and and the Menners, it, it's just what like what other podcast let let's these people on. I know I saw something where this is kind of be a segue that KFC kind of did somewhat of a oh, certain, yes. certain thing where he kind of brought in a troll to talk. Yeah, about I saw that. Uh, yeah, but. Let's yeah, so let's talk about uh KFC real quick before we hit on the boss and POTUS. Yeah, that uh, guy seemed like a I I didn't hear it, but I I saw some of those tweets and uh, man, that guy that guy is way out of bounds. Like I all right, I I not a big fan of KFC, but fa- family's out of bounds. I just I hate the way that he acts on here, but um I mean that's bullshit. We all know what he the guy went through. I don't know why that's you know part of the public discourse. Um but man, he was—he—he he really attacked the guy. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy attacked KFC. Um, but anyway, um, he was a true hater. So KFC uh, tweeted some stuff yesterday after the news popped up about Tiger Woods being hurt. Mm-hmm. I have zero, zero, zero point zero, as they say in Animal House, problem with he with what he put up. I agree. Get fucking over it, everybody. Big fucking deal. Even if he was serious, who fucking cares? He's KFC. Well, he was serious. But it, who cares? Well, yes, he was because he, he thought it was a hoax. And I'm with him. It's so what? So what? You know, it's like like every once in a while you hear like, oh, my God, did you hear Dwayne The Rock Johnson's dead? And he'll be trending on Twitter. And then he'll come right, out and be like, right. it was a hoax. Right. Like I was pretty much saying, like, yeah, oh, that's all he was like, saying. Like, to, to think back to one of the worst days of my life, like when Kobe first died, I was like, oh, it's probably just one of those hoaxes going around. So if I tweeted out something like, yeah, the Kobe death hoax is going around, you know. Not only that, he had proof. He had proof of past yeah, rumors so, like that. And and th- so this is where a KFC drives me nuts. Not only does he delete the tweet, then he gets on and he explains why he deleted the tweet, and it's just like. The pussy is just getting bigger and bigger yeah, by the that tweet. Was, that's a bad you know? That's oh a bad man, look. it's not a big deal. I that's the part that surprised me about him. He's 
he's obviously very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knows better than me. But the fact that he just he bends so easy, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and then he wonders why there's cancel culture. Well, it's attitudes like that. If you you know, you roll your belly over enough, people are just gonna stab you right in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was sad to see, to see that he deleted I wouldn't say sad. It was typical stupid KFC and fucking idiotic machinations of that. that, I don't even know if you call it a brain. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what to say about KFC. I think it was just the internet trying to take a shot. I saw Barstool was trending yesterday uh, with people being like, don't, like, see, like, with screenshots of it being like, don't ever click on Barstool content. Please, those people are never going to anyway. And if it's trending, is that such a bad thing that they're getting attention? You know, and and again, it wasn't like it was some horrific thing that he had done. He drew attention to Barstool and, you know, it's like it's like the people if you're in sales and you, you're trying to sell something and everything looks great everything you know the solution the price mm-hmm. the support and they still don't buy from you and you ask well what if it was free and they still they can't automatically say yes those are the same people they're never gonna like Boston, so who cares yeah who are you trying to win over at that point i completely agree and uh, i don't think he lost any fans by saying you know putting those tweets out he was right he was right. It looked like a hoax at first. By the way, he there was no Jaws of Life, so you know that that was already debunked, and that was uh, an official press release that didn't look very official. You know, with all the day glow coloring in it, and it said they used the Jaws of Life, and then the the um, sheriff's department came back and said, no, we didn't use the Jaws of Life. So, yeah, yeah he I wasn't mean, wrong. There is one person out there who is not a fan of Kirk Minahan, and I'm going to make it my life's mission. To yes, the biggest Kirk Minahan stand <laughs> the world has ever seen. That is one Benjamin Albright. So Friday, Monday, and yesterday, uh, you know, we've just had people trying to call in with some hot Broncos takes. They have some hot Broncos takes. I don't know if you know about this, <laughs> but like Justin Simmons, are they going to franchise tag him? Are they going to sign him? It's a bad look if they just let him hit free agency. I mean, what does that show to the other players? I have some hot takes I want to get through. It's not that they have been screening they just shut off the calls like they, like they haven't taken a single call from anyone besides uh like experts on their hotline or whatever yeah you know they course. they recognize them yeah i tried calling in the other night and it just rang it just rang, rang and, and rang and goes, rang oh, this has been verizon blah 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 and yeah so it's uh so they've just been shutting it off which i think is a win because it's eventually going to they're eventually going to have to turn it back on i mean there's only so much you can talk about on Bronco broncos country tonight until uh until you go a little cuckoo how many uh, how many people justin in the metro denver area you think was sitting in like kirk always says you know that 70 year old sitting in in their car and said why did this guy just mention a kid or a guy named justin trudeau in mansfield mass out of nowhere out of context and just put your name out there that was very 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 strange but again like a, a, a view into the mind of one ben albright like i think you thought it was going to be like I was like listening, like sitting back, and then I hear my name and go, oh, fuck, <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck. He knows my <laughs> like, town. Shit. Like in, uh, is that Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison when he, when Steve Buscemi crosses yes, Billy's yes, name yes, off? Yes, like, right? You get that list. Yeah. yeah, like, fuck, are you serious? He knows my full name that I is literally in my Twitter profile and my town that's also in my Twitter profile. We all know a guy like this, Shit. a guy or a, or a girl like this. We've all known someone that they just, 
everything they say is a lie. Even their lies are lies. I know that sounds stupid, but even when they say they're not lying, they're lying. Oh. The guy is, he's just a habitual storytelling liar. I mean, he's in, in the old days, you know, in, in ancient times, they'd pay to listen to him talk because they're just fables. They're all bullshit. Yeah. So, anyway, it, but, but a good liar always has a shred of truth, truth, always, always, always. And he's always got some shred of truth in there. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, so tonight uh, from 9 p.m. Eastern time to uh, 1 a.m. No, actually, because they replay the first hour from 12 to 1. Sad that you know that. <laughs> and they're lazy and and so monday i did not get it wrong but they just randomly threw in this one hour of like college football talk by two other random people from yeah. nine to ten so that's why i was like fuck i didn't think they were going today but so uh so normally they do it from nine to ten i believe i have the number memorized i believe it is 303-315-8585 that's catchy and the uh text line is six nine nine uh, wait a second. No, that's wrong. Three six six nine nine zero. Something something along the lines. I'll post it on Twitter so we can. Have, all... have you created a big movement with this, Justin? Oh, there there are that a bunch were... of people who are who are with me. Uh, there, there's oh, a bunch would of would you be against... willing to give away a uh, Carabas card to uh, someone that gets through? Maybe. Oh, of, of course. If, if if you can get through, I will gladly send you a Carabas card. It's got to be uh, show references, right? Yes, but you can't get through and just be like. Yeah, this Denver is for Broncos. You know, you, you got to get through and you, you got to put some show references in there. Such as I was a walk on the Razorbacks when I was, uh, and, you know, he's going to be he's going to be clued in. But you could get that in there because he did claim to be uh walk on. Right. For yeah, Arkansas. So, so just uh, so I would I, I'll definitely I will gladly send a Jared Carabas card, which uh, if you have not done so yet you can win by subscribing and rating five stars wherever you listen to podcasts uh, and then just send me a screenshot on twitter through email you know all that fun stuff so i don't know that's it about the benjamin Allward stuff i'll be i'll continue this until the day i die uh yeah that's uh oh steve's the latter guy had a song today yeah wasn't great. wasn't great in my opinion uh it's good to hear i'm back i got excited my nipples agreed up. agreed um, well my nipples didn't but yes i was very very happy to hear him and the, his uh the lyrics were outstanding outstanding mm. and, the, and the way he was off key on a on a few of those those notes was awesome uh it was glad to hear him back um you could tell he's working his way back in although what did he tell steve he's still in retirement but he's just stopping by, by the office. <laughs> love it love it it was great to hear him anyway that's that uh anything else from today's show you wanted to bring up? I think that was it. That was about it. The majority of it was focused on um, menace. menace the call, mail. the call to menace. By the way, not the calls in. The calls out. That's a that's, that's right. a big difference. Calls out to menace, and Steve had to pay for that. That must have killed him. Yeah. Um, I am always impressed though with the technology to think where, you know, this shitty Wi-Fi in a hotel room, but we can call Australia from the United States, and the delay. Is still there, but you can still have a conversation that everybody can understand. It's pretty impressive, but anyway, it's I digress. Very, very incredible. So let's get to our Wednesday segment we do every week with the one yes. and only famous historian, Tim and Kenton. It is this so. week in Kirkman. Ah, it might have been kind of ruined today on the show. No, no, I don't think it was because there was still a lot of stuff, but that was the overarching subject okay. of this week. And it was the Steve suspension for the missing audio from back in 
when was that, Justin? Like October and November? That was like the, one of the first shows. The show, oh no, it was early on. That's right. It was the Ben show. That was like June or July. It was but yeah, it was I think it was like the first or second show. But I think he clipped it later in the year. And then got yeah. caught. Yes. And then got caught um this week, um, uh, a year ago. So it was the uh, missing audio with Steve. He was suspended for three days. Um, that was a very, very interesting show. If you listen back to that show, one of the things I loved about it was the way in which Kirk is having the discussion. It's something that you would in, in any company might have behind closed doors. And then Kirk will stop and say, you know, in suspension, you probably want to stop by Milton's and pick up you know, a shirt aside, the way he just works in the advertisement mm -hmm. is, is outstanding. Um, also this week. Uh, so the second show that week was life without Mayo. Matt Carano came in and do you know what show debuted on the, um, came in? Give me a minute. Would it be, I, I, I thought this show was older, but it debuted that, is that Tuesday. Show? It, wow. I'll tell you what, Manawaska Rob and Tim Ridgeld. They made a First great, all, great, great choice in asking you to yes, be on the team. I got I to gotta say real quick, we have to change that team name. It's not going to be called All in the Minute Family. Oh, right? look we, at you! Have, look we, at you! <laughs> we got to come up with a better team name. But, but yeah, I believe I believe that was because I do remember. You're like uh, the goes to the team and demands his number from the from the guy who's been there, the utility guy who's been there for ten years. Yeah, so I do remember that there was talk about how many views they were getting and everything like that while Steve was away and uh, and everything like that. So yeah, Intel Intel, Intel debuted. Kirk, uh, they talked a lot about it before it debuted because that was the first kind of crossover show. There was the newer fans that were um, came into the fold via Bastol versus the old EEI days, mm -hmm. uh, and that's John from Scranton, Phil and uh, BA, and then. Mm -hmm. um, in, oh, I'm sorry. In Will. Yep. There was, well, that, there was a lot of criticism as to why Will was on a show when he was an intern and he was on the Mincel Intel show and he wasn't, I don't, did you guys stop doing the intern show at that point? I forget. Anyway, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of Coronado parody songs. I would recommend going back, not only going back to the shows and re-listen re to the shows, but if you go to Matt Carano's, Matt Carano's, uh, Twitter profile. He does have a link to the Google Drive. Mm -hmm. All the songs are there, and there's some pretty damn funny parody songs. Um, there was also Minifan on Minifan Crime. This is uh, this had to do with Menas as well. So as much as Steve was pissed about what happened with Menas, not not mad at Menas, just you know Menas was you know I don't want to say involved. It did come mm -hmm. up because he had asked for some audio, but um, he also defended the fact that people were given. Menace's day job, uh, bad reviews, and really yep. kind of hurting his uh, livelihood. So Steve actually stood up for him. But today, I would say he probably wouldn't do that again. And then uh, the end of the week, that Friday, Kirk purposely didn't make it a four-day suspension. It was a three-day. So Steve was so Steve wouldn't have a um, six Long days day. off. Yeah. He had three days. Then he came in on that Friday, and that was the Steve returns. And on that day, uh, that's actually when he told the Robber fans to leave Menas alone. Um, but the week was, I guess you'd say overshadowed. It was a very, very entertaining week of shows, but it was overshadowed with Steve's suspension the whole time. That was also the week, I believe, that one of the, uh, I'm thinking, clone to burn, Super Lemon Hayes guys was standing outside the studio at yeah. the time that said free Steve. Is that I'm sorry. I get, that's right. You, I knew, I can't see shit. Uh, yeah, one, 
one protester outside the studio. Yes, and, and so it was the super. I think it was <laughs> the super lemon haze guys. And then Kirk invited anybody to come down, and he would have he'd have a discussion with them, and nobody showed up. Yes, so that was uh, that was another interesting point. So is that it for this weekend and uh, KMS? Yes, sir. Awesome. The week that was so February twenty twenty. Anyone wants to help me out, just subscribe to the podcast, do a five-star review, take a screenshot, send it to me on Twitter, send it to me through email. Just get it out there. Uh, tonight, uh, you know, around 9 o'clock, if you feel like, you know, calling into a certain Denver 8 uh, AM radio station. DM you for the number? I'll be doing it. No, not DM me. I'm going to fucking post it out there. On, I mean, it's, it's public knowledge. They are asking for calls on the show. Me saying let's call in is not illegal. It is not wrong. I've, I have not done anything below board in regards to any of this. If you get uh, through, what is what is what is going to happen if you get through? What's the message? What's the what's the goal? I don't uh, say if when you finally get through. We'll 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 find out. We'll find out. It might oh, not I like be the today. intrigue. I like it. Might it. not be this week. It might not be next week. It might not be the week after that. It might not be next month. But I'll get through. I'm going to get through. So hopefully they open up the phone lines and, uh, and you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you to Timmy Canton for joining me. Obviously. Thank you. Thanks to Justin. Steve. Thank you to Kirk Seamus Minahan. Oh, uh, oh, Kirk knows my last name now. So that's very exciting as well. Yeah, um, he does. <laughs> so thank you. That's, a, will... that's bad though. Cause now he knows who he needs to fire. He can just say, get yeah. rid of Justin Trudell yes. <laughs> before yes. it could have been anybody. Yeah. Before when he said, you know, there'd be some other Justin at Barstool. That you could have given him Justin Duran's yeah. name. Remember Justin yeah, Duran? Yeah. He was the I one knew. who sat in with him and he wouldn't have known the difference. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> So once again, thank you to all those people, and I will talk to everyone on Friday. Adios.